Welcome to Reception Insider, a podcast for medical receptionists. My name is Kathy Back, the Tasmanian State Manager of the RACGP. And my name is Anne Davis. I'm with the New South Wales and ACT faculty. Joining Anne and I today is the Tasmania Faculty Chair, Dr. Tim Jackson. Tim is a GP of 30 years experience, and he has kindly agreed to join us today to discuss how to detect a deteriorating patient. Welcome, Tim. Welcome, Cathy. Thanks for having us. Welcome. Thanks for joining us, Tim. Why do you think it's important for the reception team to keep an eye on patients who are waiting to see the GP? Look, firstly, I'd like to say thank you to all those reception team out there. It's a really uh, difficult job. Lots of things are happening all at once, and I know um, I'm sure I couldn't handle it all, so well done. Look, the reception team are a really important part of the team of the surgery, and they're the ears and eyes of the surgery and particularly the doctors. So we do rely on our receptionists uh, yeah, to keep an eye on patients for us because obviously we're in our rooms and we don't have a vision of them. So it's super important. So it's making sure that everything's okay in that area. What about clinics where the reception desk actually doesn't overlook waiting areas? Yeah, look, I guess that's not ideal. In that sort of situation, you could have cameras used to monitor the reception, the waiting room that comes back to the receptionist, and you could keep an eye on patients that way. The other thing is, I guess you could do, um, receptionists could do sweeps of the waiting room, you know, just go in to tidy up the books or whatever, and just have a look around as you're sort of doing that. Mm, I know that a practice I looked after once, we had this wonderful children's play area but it was a bit to the side, which was great for the noise level, but it did mean that every now and again you did need to just pop your head in and check that everything was okay. Yes, it's almost making a bit of an excuse to go and have a look. Mm. You don't need to be obvious about it, but I think just yeah, scoping it out is really important. Mm. Yeah. Tim, we know that receptionists are not medically trained, but even so they can still play a really important role in keeping an eye on the patients who are waiting to see the GP. So what are the sorts of things that the receptionist should look for when they're worrying about a patient who may be deteriorating? Look, first thing I guess is you don't need to be medically trained, but I guess, you know, it's sort of common sense. So if you're concerned about any patient, I think you should raise that with either the practice nurse or or the practice doctors. But look, in particular, things like if patients come to the desk and they're pale or they're clammy or, or they're unsteady when they walk in, or if they're short of breath or wheezy or coughing, Obviously, if they're clutching their chest or tummy with pain or, you know, things like that. So, I mean, some things like that are fairly obvious. Other things to keep an eye on, you know, the patients that's sitting there quietly and not really sort of interacting or slumped, that sort of thing. Yeah. And then I guess it's a matter of alerting. Each practice is going to be a bit different, but in practices I've worked, generally it's reception would get the nurse to come and have a look. And then if the nurse is concerned, they would get the doctor. But it depends on how the practice is set up. Mm. And I think you're right in that every practice will have their own triage system. I know in New South Wales, we've used the pop guns triage quite a lot. I'm not sure if that's a national thing. Certainly, that would be something the receptionist could refer to and then either talk to the nurse or escalate it to the GP. Yes, there are um, sort of protocols for that. But look, I'd be encouraging people if they're at all concerned, you know, better to raise it and be nothing than, you know, uh, wonder about it and, and it'd be something that needs to be acted on uh, quickly. So yeah, any concerns, I think we're happy for receptionists to uh, escalate it to the nurse or the GP. 
I had an experience a little bit like this years ago. I was working on a Saturday with a GP and it was just the two of us in the surgery. And a girl came in that I know quite well and she was sitting in the waiting room and not talking and she just looked pale and sweaty. And I could see in the very short time she was there, she just really became more and more unwell. It turned out she'd been bitten by a redback spider. And so luckily I was able to interrupt the doctor and he came straight out. We had to call an ambulance and it was all very exciting. But, you know, I think that had we been busy and not noticed for a while, that could have been quite a bad situation. So yeah, that's, you know, what prompts me to think that this is an area that we do need to keep an eye on the patients. It seems it really needs to become second nature, and I guess it does. You know, you're dealing with lots of things, as I said, at the front desk, but every now and then you should just look up and scan the waiting room, have a look at, quick look at each patient. Only takes a second, and then you can get back to what whatever else you're doing. Fantastic. What do you think about, like, when would you decide that you need to phone an ambulance, or would you just let that be a complete decision of the nurse and doctor, and then the receptionist just respond to their direction? Look, again, it depends a bit on how the practice is set up. So most practices do have a practice nurse. So I guess you'd escalate it to the practice nurse and the practice nurse, they might call the ambulance themselves, although they may also alert the GP to come in and have a look as well. I guess if the receptionist is there by themselves, just with the doctor, yes, again, if you could call the doctor, but you could be doing this two things at once, really. And these things always happen on the weekends or in the evenings when there's only one receptionist and one doctor. It never happens when there's lots of people around. Yes, that's right. <laughs> yeah. So, Tim, are there any other issues that potentially are not as obvious but still worth the receptionist noting and letting the practice nurse know And when they come to see the patient? Anything that would be useful for you to know? For example, let you know that they've come in with a really bad headache or that they were looking a bit wobbly when they came in or that they've been really aggressive or just odd behaviour in someone that you know, that they know well, would it be worth them making like a little note in the medical software just to alert you that they've noticed something a bit strange? Look, I think any information that we can get is part of our clinical assessment. So some of that's from directly asking the patient, but some of that's from third party, whether it be you know, someone who comes in with the patient or from reception. So all that stuff's really important. I mean, the other thing too is interesting would be to, you know, we'd want to be alerted if the patient was agitated or, you know, there was something going on with the carer that brought them in, you know, or anything, any background that might alert us to help us make diagnosis and treatment easier. Yeah. So I look, I think if you're at all concerned, the thing is to raise it. I think that's the bottom line. Thanks, Tim. And really that last comment of yours is the important one. Anything that at all that you're concerned about, raise it because it's better to raise it than not raise it. So that brings us to the end of the podcast. Thank you, Tim, for joining us and for giving us your insight. Incredibly valuable. And to our receptionists, thank you for keeping to doing what you're doing. <laughs>